0: Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus. I'm Tess Taylor. My guests today are here from Region 5 Development Commission and from Growth and Justice. I have Dawn Espy with us. She's the Senior Regional Development Planner for Region 5 and Jane Leonard is the President of Growth and Justice. First of all, ladies, welcome to Community Focus. Thanks for having us here. Definitely. Thanks for Thanks for having us here. Our pleasure, Don. Maybe we'll start with you before we talk about the uh, coming together of you gals for what we're here to talk about today. Tell us a little bit about Region Five Development Commission for those who are not aware of it.
1: Sure, uh, Region Five Development Commission is an economic and a community development organization that serves uh, Cass, Crow Wing, Morrison, Todd, and Wadena counties. We have been in existence since 1973, so we've been around a while. We are considered a local unit of government, so we do get some taxpayer dollars. We also receive a lot of funding from federal grants like the EDA, USDA, um, Minnesota Department of uh, Transportation, but then we also get a lot of our funding from foundations through grants. Uh, for a lot of the work that we're doing, like this project here that we're talking about today. Okay. Um, we do broadband, we do transportation, we do local foods. I mean, we're, we're, we address critical issues as they arise within the region, and we try not to duplicate services, so we try to fill those gaps that we can see within our community and economic development realm.
0: I also saw on your yeah, website, on don't, you website do don't you do some stuff with um, even the COVID, I mean, making connections with what's going on with COVID-19? Absolutely,
1: yes. We were able to get some funding from the EDA to hire a pandemic specialist who will really be looking at how can we be recovering as a region from the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And then also we received some of the care dollars to be able to give out loans to small businesses as they needed it through this, through the pandemic. Yeah,
0: Very nice. All right, yeah. Jane, let's talk about growth and justice. This is something I have to admit is, is new to me. Well,
2: well, thanks, Tess. Yeah, we are uh, a fairly small nonprofit. We're statewide uh, based in St. Paul, and we uh, work on equitable growth, uh, equi- equitable, <laughs> equitable growth policies, mm-hmm. uh, practices, um, and also uh, social justice. So it's kind of a combination of of Uh, the economy and society working together to create thriving, vibrant communities. And uh, I've had a career in community economic and rural development for almost 40 years, uh, which is how I uh, came to work with the Regional Development Commissions and Region 5 in particular. I've had a longstanding work with them. And and so this project uh, came together in part because we've uh, both organizations have been working on the Minnesota Equity Blueprint, which started about three years ago now. And, and Dawn was one of the participants in that whole process uh, to create this document. And the Rural Communities Equity Action Guide is, is in many ways, I think, an uh, offshoot of that, but in particular for uh, rural communities. and um, And well, that's what we're here today to talk
0: about. The Equity Action Guide for Rural Communities, this is something that you two have partnered now with. And I'm guessing, you know, you just hear the word equity these days and you're thinking the challenge is a lot harder than it may have been in the past. And this is something that's needed. Let's talk about the Action Guide for Rural Communities.
1: Absolutely. I can just give a a background on how Jane and I, Region 5 and Growth and Justice partnered up. Um, Like Jane said, we've been in uh, partnership with the Thriving by Design Blueprint, which led us to more work around uh, regional prosperity and really thinking about our rural communities and how we can help lift up the underserved populations. And, and when you look at demographics and things, rural is considered an underserved population. And so really this, this was impactful for all of the people that live here in our five county region. And so when we think about equity, what we're really thinking about is really that inclusion in a community in ways in which all people can thrive. We're not trying to lift up any particular group, you know, it's just how can we work as a community so that we're all benefiting off being, being here in this area. And so we were lucky enough, Region 5 was lucky enough to get some funding from the Northwest Area Foundation, as well as the McKnight Foundation to work on this regional prosperity program. And so this has been in place for almost two years now. We have eight different welcoming community advocacy groups around the region that we're working with on projects. And then another part of this was, how can we help communities be able to do this kind of work in rural spaces? Because what we were recognizing as an organization is that there was a lot of how-to guides out there, but they were always in really you know, urban locations, yeah, metro yeah. locations, and it really didn't speak to the, the, the dynamics that happen in rural places. And so we thought, well, we're gonna do a a rural specific equity action guide. And that's when we partnered with our friends at Growth and Justice with Jane and her partner, Monica, who really helped put this guide together. This guide, and I'll let Jane share a little bit more, but just a brief, brief idea of what the guide is about. It does contain action steps. It contains six different case studies from rural communities throughout the region or throughout the state, not just in region five. And um, it it showcases projects that range anywhere from local foods to local arts to housing, and so uh, growth and justice did a really great job of digging into those rural projects and finding where the equity was really making a difference.
0: Right. And I can agree. let
1: Jane talk more about that.
0: Yeah, go ahead, Jane.
2: Yeah. Thanks, Don. Yeah, and and I would uh, I'll just add that uh, part of this is you know kind of a heart project for me as well because I have a farm about. 30 minutes Southeast of Brainerd and, uh, on the South end of Lake Mille Lacs and in the forward of the rural communities equity action guide. Um, I write about my great grandparents who, who settled there, uh, in the early part of the 20th century, Mm -hmm. 1900s. And, um, and the same kinds of challenges were happening in a way then too. And, and they pulled together with their neighbors, uh, all immigrants, um, because they were trying to get a uh, fairer, uh, more just, if you will, uh, kinds of, of uh, help from the suppliers for their uh, agricultural products, from uh, transportation to Minneapolis, for example, for their, their crops, uh, particularly potatoes at that time, and, uh, and actually pulled together uh, across immigrant groups to put together a, a warehouse where they could all uh, share in the collection and then, then transportation of that. And so equity, you know, really is part of our rural heritage. And, um, and I think we forget that sometimes. And so it's both the social equity of getting together to make those things happen and working together to do it. And then the financial equity where you're, uh, helping your family and your community, uh, but you're, you're also doing that together. Um, so it's, uh, it's for me, it's, it's both a historical and very, you know, current kind of, of issue. Mm-hmm. And uh, as Don said, it's, it's really, the guide is really a way to help show that people are working together across the state in, in different communities, uh, in different ways and uh, on different topics. Um, you know, Don mentioned, for example, the uh, housing uh, project that, that we covered in Bemidji, and there's a a workforce and education project that's been going for 30 years in in the Winona area. Um, so it, these aren't just uh, immediate things happening right now. They're they're things that have been happening over the years, and we can really learn from them and um, and see that really at the base of it, it's what we do best. I think in in rural Minnesota, which is is get together, get to know our neighbors, be welcoming, and be be intentionally welcoming because we need everybody um uh, particularly these days with the pandemic and other things and and we need the workforce frankly as well even though we're in a economic slump right now because of the pandemic um that's that's going to turn pretty quickly i think once we get out of the pandemic and before all that happened we had extreme workforce shortages in parts of of Minnesota and that will continue so we need to be welcoming
0: absolutely As, like you already said especially in these times and with the pandemic that's probably made your job a little bit harder right now but um to see that it's still it's still in action is fantastic so what can people learn if if they get this guide what what does it help them do what's the action part of it
2: yeah I, i'll i'll take a crack first and then maybe don can can jump in we we did try to make it very uh clear about uh different steps and and i'm going to let Don talk a little bit too about the wealth works uh, part of this, which which is uh, what seven different areas I think Don of of strategy. But um, you know, at its at its base, uh, the the case studies really walk you through how each of those communities or areas did their their equity work, if you will. And uh, you know, for the most part, <clears throat> it's it's building up of of trusted relationships. It's you know, having dinner with each other. There's uh, the story in Wilmer, for example, the woman who was the the coordinator, she had 70 different visits with individual leaders and community members even before they sat down for some of the first meetings. So uh, I think that um, that there are clear action steps and that's why we called it an action guide um, that you can learn from. And we are also trying to collect more stories, by the way. And so at the end of the guide, um, we're asking people to contribute their own stories of how they've done different work in, in their communities towards uh, equity of, of all sorts. And so we're, we're really hoping that people will contribute their stories because a corollary to the guide is that we are constructing a Minnesota equity action map, which will basically uh, continue the, the work of the guide with drop down uh, stories and places on Minnesota Minnesota's map, where you can see what's what's happening
0: in real time. I was going to say you kind of alluded that she, that this woman talked to people, and I would think communication is one of the big things. And sometimes things can get lost in translation, as some may say. Um, do you find that to be the issue? That a lot of it is just sitting down and talking to people and communicating. Definitely, yeah. Getting just
2: getting to know each other as as neighbors, and I think when when particularly when we're talking about uh, Race and and cultural differences. Maybe people are afraid to talk sometimes because they don't want to offend somebody. They might say something yeah. um, that they think you know is not going to be taken the right way. And and you know I've found that it's just getting sitting down to have a meal together uh, to see that you know. We we all are one family yeah. in a sense, and and we share so many things across cultures, uh, and and learn about other cultures as well. So mm-hmm. um, so that definitely is the building that relationship. You know, for anything we do in in community work, relationships are are key, um, and that really sets the stage then for for people to go into the the harder work of actually doing the, you know, creating the. The, the, building the housing, or 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 getting school programs together mm-hmm. that are going to help help people across the board. So, right. but Don, uh, chime in here on the maybe the WealthWorks might be interesting. For, yeah, for I John. was just thinking yeah. that you
1: know, Jane. So WealthWorks is a a tool that we've used at Region Five for a while that just looks at eight different capitals, community assets, if you will, uh, that help to make a community healthy and vibrant and also thinking about the local wealth, if you will, and wealth comes in different forms Mm -hmm. of these assets. And so one of those assets is that social capital and i think that was the biggest um so within the guide you can look at each of these different case studies and see which of these eight assets or community capitals were built by those different programs but every single one of them builds social capital i mean that is the the cornerstone and that's what we heard over and over again from monica who helped tell these stories that the relationships have to be there for any of these other things to bubble up mm-hmm. but then you know once you have that core of that social capital um, You can really start looking at what financial capitals do you have in your community? What political capital do, capital do you have? Intellectual capital, individual capital. So all these different ways of creating a very healthy, vibrant project that looks at all different avenues of a healthy community. So WealthWorks was a really great tool when we were thinking about this kind of work and um, building equity, because that's exactly what the
0: WealthWorks tool does. Excellent. So how do folks go about getting their hands on the the Equity Action Guide for Rural Communities? Is it on a website? Do they need, is it cost? Talked about those details.
1: This is a free guide. It is available uh, at www.region5.org and five is spelled out. We have a welcoming communities page on our website there and it links you directly to the guide. Uh, At the end of the guide, like Jane mentioned, there is a link that will take you to a survey, if you will, where folks can then tell their story that will get sent to Growth and Justice for that particular mapping. Very easy. So, yeah, it's free. It's user friendly. It's a beautiful guide. Um, Angela Anderson is our marketing director and she utilized the photographs that Monica sent along with other Images and things, and it's just it's it's beautiful to look at as well as fun to read the different case studies.
0: Wonderful. Well, I'll be hitting up the website again here and, and kind of dig into it a little bit deeper. I think this is just absolutely fascinating. And I, I, is there anything else before we let you ladies go that that you want folks to know about either of your organizations or about the guide?
2: I, I'll just I'll just say that Don is so right on. The the guide is is so friendly. It's just it's it's very well designed and and very accessible and, and I think it sets the tone for what the stories actually sort of summarize into, which is that we are all part of this Minnesota community and, and it's so much easier to be welcoming.
0: <laughs> Isn't it? Than,
2: yeah. And and that's our nature. Yeah. Right?
0: It's it's so Minnesota. It, We're Minnesota. It's nice. Minnesota.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, so it's just it just sort of plays on that nature and helps uh, bring some structure to how we can do that in any community. Absolutely.
0: Don,
1: any last words? I guess just from a Region 5 Development Commission standpoint, you know, we're here to serve the people. So if you have project ideas or want to talk about equity or whatever, you know, we're here. So give us a call. Shoot me an
0: email. I'm always available to chat. Ladies, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy days to be here and to talk to us and, and teach us a little bit about something that I didn't know a lot about. And I hope other people are learning from this, too. Thank you for your time. We appreciate it. And thanks for what you're doing.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having us.
0: Our pleasure. Thanks very much. You bet. All right. My guest today, Don Espy. She's the Senior Regional Development Planner for Region 5 Development Commission and Jane Leonard, the President of Growth and Justice. I'm Tess Taylor. That's today's edition of Community Focus. And don't forget, you can always listen to Community Focus anytime online at our website. That's at 1067 com, And you can also pull it up through our free downloadable app. And that's powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.